You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. This is Bible teacher Nelson Walters, and today we're going to talk about what may be the most dangerous false Christian doctrine of all time, wrongly dividing the word of truth. Some might think a rapture theory is the most dangerous. Others might think not believing in the Trinity is the most dangerous, but in our ministry's opinion, it is wrongly dividing the word that potentially can cause the most damage. You've probably heard the term rightly dividing. It's something we're commanded to do in Scripture. But are some wrongly dividing the word of truth because they don't understand what this term means? Today, we'll look at what that odd phrase, rightly dividing, means and how its misapplication has led to one of the biggest controversies in the church. Are portions of the New Testament meant strictly for Jews, or are all portions meant for both Christians and Jews? This is a super important issue. If all portions of Scripture are meant to apply to Christians, but certain groups of believers ignore parts of it, thinking those parts are only for the Jews, then these believers miss out on all the instructions Jesus gave us in that chapter, book of the Bible, etc. You know, whatever part of the Bible they're ignoring. In a sense, if you think about it, this is a form of deleting portions of the Bible. In Revelation twenty-two nineteen, John was given this very stern warning. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part, from the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in this book. So if this doctrine of rightly dividing the word is misapplied, holding on to that false doctrine or teaching it, that has the potential for eternal consequences, which makes today's discussion critical information. So let's begin to examine the doctrine why it is that some believers have adopted it, and whether or not it's accurate. That's the most important thing, isn't it? As we said, most of those who hold on to this teaching believe we are to divide all of God's word into parts, with some meant only for the Jews and some meant for Christians. The most extreme of these teachers claim over 50% of the New Testament is only for Jews and not for Christians at all. I have heard some say that only Paul's writings were truly Christian and that even the Gospels aren't meant for Christians. Imagine that. To these Christians, the very words of Jesus, the red letters in most of our Bibles, aren't meant for believers. Can you see why we in this ministry are concerned about such a radical doctrine? So first, before we decide if this doctrine is correct, Let's try and decide how it came to be in the first place. Let's begin by examining this very odd phrase, rightly dividing. 
found in 2 Timothy 2.15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. Okay, your very first observation is probably that the words rightly divide aren't even found in the New American Standard Translation, which I just read. Instead of translating the Greek as rightly divide, the NASB translation chose the phrase accurately handle. In fact, the words rightly divide are only translated that way in the King James, New King James, Webster's, and Young's translations. Most other Bibles translate this as accurately handle, properly teach, or, you know, something similar to that. Phrases that have nothing to do with separating the Word of God into categories or segments. So we have a translation controversy also. What is the proper translation of this Greek word in this verse? The word orthotomeo. Especially because it's being applied to very, very important applications. If we're using the translation of this one single word to decide what parts of the Bible apply to Christians, well, it's super important because it has the effect of essentially deleting parts of the New Testament given one of the ideas. As we said earlier, it's eternally important if these ideas are wrong. This Greek word at the center of the translation, orthotomeo, is found only once in the entire New Testament. But it is found twice in the Old Testament. But either way, this is a very rare word. If a word is that rare in the New Testament, we should be very careful about creating an entire doctrine about a word that's only used three times. The word orthotomeo literally means to cut straight, like cutting a piece of cloth along a straight line. A word picture that could have something to do with dividing after all, so I think we need to look deeper into this issue. Everyone in this community knows, I believe, we need to solve such issues by letting Scripture interpret Scripture. Even if you're new here, I bet you agree that is the way to examine this issue. Now, letting Scripture interpret Scripture means looking at those other passages, the two in the Old Testament we spoke of, and seeing what the word means there, because it will likely mean the same thing in 2 Timothy. Does it involve dividing? Or does it mean something else? Well, it, you're probably going to be shocked when you look at those two Old Testament passages we spoke of that use the word orthotomeo. Because one of those passages is one of the most famous and beloved verses in the entire Bible. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. A lot of you may have this on your walls in some sort of art or some sort of cross-stitching. Orthotomeo is found in the last part of this phrase. The last verse literally says, he will cut your path straight. In other words, God will cut you a path right down the middle, not deviating to the right or to the left. It's the narrow way Jesus spoke of. I picture this 
as Jesus being our guide in the middle of a jungle, going ahead of us and cutting a path with a machete. It's that type of cutting, cutting a path. In Proverbs 11, this word carries this same meaning. The righteousness of the blameless will smooth his way. Here, this verse literally says that righteousness cuts straight paths. It was translated a little different, but that's what the literal meaning of the words are. That the paths will not deviate from God's righteousness, not deviate from the straight and narrow way. Knowing that, knowing what it means in the Old Testament, that it has to do with straight paths, staying on the straight and narrow, let's go back to 2 Timothy and see how it's used there. Remind them of these things and solemnly charge them in the presence of God not to wrangle about words, which is useless and leads to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling, orthotomeo, the word of truth, but avoid worldly and empty chatter for it will lead to further ungodliness. I think it's incredibly interesting that Paul warns Timothy not to wrangle about words in this very passage. But as we've just seen today, an argument about a single word, orthotomeo, has led to a division in the church about how to interpret all of the New Testament. This is certainly capable of leading to the ruin of those listening to that doctrine and to those teachers, just as Paul warned. The Holy Spirit knew in advance, of course, that some would wrongly divide the word and place this warning right here. I am absolutely sure that that's what happened. Now, returning to the passage, in the verse immediately after that one where orthotomeo is used, Paul contrast two things for us. Those who cut straight the word of truth, stay on the straight and narrow, and those who use worldly and empty chatter. So cutting straight the word means strictly sticking to what the Bible says and not deviating it from it by making worldly doctrines up on your own. It does not mean to divide the word of God into portions for Jews and portions for Christians. It has nothing to do with dividing anything. If it did, Paul would have explained that clearly as he explained the rest of the passage to us. This phrase means sticking to the narrow path that Jesus has given us in his word, not making up stuff, but letting scripture interpret scripture, not getting into the weeds on the right or the left. Why did the Holy Spirit give Paul this term though, orthotomeo? because Paul understood it. Paul was a tent maker, and Timothy, who Paul addressed in this letter, is thought to have helped him in his profession. To both of them, this idea of cutting cloth straight on a line that you drew probably was a familiar idea in their jobs, where cutting cloth was an everyday thing. In my mind's eye, I can see a picture of Paul looking over at Timothy, the younger, who is cutting off of the line, not staying on the line and saying, hey, orthotomeo, Timothy, stick on the line, cut straight to the line you drew. So this word was an everyday work term for Paul. It made sense. It would end up in this passage then, 
cutting was incidental to its meaning. Sticking to the straight line was the key point. This word does not mean eliminating entire passages or books from the Bible from what applies to Christians. In fact, in the very next chapter, Paul writes, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for doctrine. 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul teaches us that all scripture is profitable, not just certain books or certain passages. The idea that we should divide the word of God into parts that are profitable for Christians and those that aren't simply is mistaken. In fact, it is exactly what this passage in 2 Timothy tells us not to do, not to make stuff up, but to stick to the straight and narrow of what the word says. If that is true, how did this doctrine of wrongly dividing ever come to be so popular? Think about it. The Bible is full of challenging teachings, some that many would rather simply ignore. Let's look at a single example, James 2.17. Faith also, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. This controversial verse is one of the parts of Scripture that many wrongly divide and take out of the Word of God, at least what's applicable to Christians. Why? Because they would simply rather ignore it. Rather than working to reconcile what this verse means in light of what Paul says, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, where we're told we're saved by grace through faith says, it is much easier for these believers to simply say, oh, this must have been meant for the Jews. Let's just ignore it. This is why this doctrine of wrongly dividing and eliminating parts of the Bible is so dangerous. It even can impact our very understanding of salvation itself, as we just learned from these passages. Now, I'm Nelson Walters, and I'm the author of 10 books, including How to Prepare for the Last Days, all available on Amazon. I'm the founder of Last Days Overcomers, a ministry devoted to preparing believers for the days prior to the return of Jesus. We provide resources and conferences throughout the USA doing just that. You can visit our website at lastdaysovercomer.org. That's overcomer, no S. And join with us in that effort if you're so moved. The majority of my teaching is found in the Nelson Walters YouTube channel, where we have more than 500 videos, which are viewed by millions each year. Till then, this is Nelson. Blessings. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 